I've never thought of myself as a host. Well, you're a host now. You are now a podcast host. How does that feel? <laughs> Very good. Hello, I'm Ivanka Majic. Hi, and I am Michael Forrest, and this is Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. <laughs> so what did we talk about this week? We talked about uh, how Donald Trump is like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. That was good. Um, <laughs> we sort of also tried to unpack what's wrong with him. Yeah. Um, Ivanka told her story about her brush with him. Ooh, that sounds awful. <laughs> and we not discussed the, how to pronounce the... Farage. We also discussed that. Was there anything else? Um, that's it. I think really. that'll do. Yeah, I think that's um, all right. That'll, that'll do you, won't it? Yeah. And, oh, and the subject was... We decided the subject of this one was politics. And also you will hear the genesis of the name of this podcast <laughs> as it happens. Because when we started recording, we didn't know what it was going to be called yet. Or if we were going to record anything. And also we talked about introducing yourself. Yes, exactly. So so the way this starts, we were we sort of as a segue in, because this is obviously a very uh, personality driven podcast. Um, but you don't know who we are. Um, we should sort of try and find a way of introducing ourselves. So we talked about, you know, the, our experiences introducing ourselves, which I then heavily edited. So, yeah, the editing at the start of this one's maybe a little bit intense because it's my first time editing one. But I thought rather than trying to go back and do a better job, I'd just like caveat it now and then just, you know, not. <laughs> not yeah, just improve so, over time. Exactly. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's have it and let's, let's see if this theme goes down. Yeah. Nice one. The one thing that happened to me this week was that I was at a dinner with five other people uh, and I'd only met one of them before. I'd met the guy who organised it before. And uh, we, obviously, the first thing you do, hi, I'm Ivanka, hi, yes, Damien, Kate, hi, Tracy, yes. And then you go, so what do you do? What did you say? I just went, I'm Ivanka, and so I went, and you're famous! <laughs> and I was like, yeah, famous for having one of the most popular Slavic female names um, <clears throat> and for being on Twitter since 2007. Uh, so, yes. Uh, so that distracted well, us a little bit. We did a bit of that. <laughs> do you want to? Uh, do you want to just kind of fill people in on what happened last year? Um, I, uh, uh, the president of the United States of America, inadvertently replied to a Twitter, a tweet, uh, which accidentally referenced me instead of his daughter, which then led to much. Mm, attention shall we say did it get it got shared like someone discovered it didn't they like uh, i don't know uh, how it originally got picked up but it got picked yeah. up like crazy so by the time i woke up in the morning it had got i don't know ten thousand retweets and likes or whatever and um the there was already one guardian article written which is the one that referred to me as the you know, council worker from Brighton, uh, which paints 
which I find, which weirdly going back to that one of my friends still phone whenever he phones me up always asks me whether I've taken the bins out <laughs> which is like a very peculiar says a lot more about our I don't know our ability to stereotype people than anything else but uh, uh, anyway so yes that happened and then there was a day of press and then it was over <laughs> the <Yeah>. next day <laughs> you got your spike I, I got my spike of attention um and and i responded it was only when i spoke to that bbc journo he said what are you going to say back i was like i don't know i hadn't even thought of that it's only half past six in the morning which is where you and i did have a conversation on the day and so the reply involved it was it was a uh, joint effort the reply between a few people but um i think we did a good job yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I, I didn't seem to have uh, changed his uh, behaviour in any way, no, but you know, you, you got to try. I think that's a long shot. <laughs> I think, uh, like... but, you know, I think that was unlikely. I will, I will confess that when 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 Nick and I were doing like the final edit on the tweet to to send it uh, before we press send, it originally said. I mean, it had a few iterations, but it said something like, uh, "You have, you're a man with real responsibilities." And I switched it to great responsibilities because I thought it might it might catch his eye if it said because it's one of his favourite words, isn't it? Great, make America great again. Um, things are great. And then somebody did point out that now I'd used the. He said, "Now that you've said great, all he'll do is think that you're calling him great." And I was like, "Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Come on." <laughs> it's like, it's just, he's just a basic dot connector. Um, that's a really good person to have in power, isn't it? Just yes. <laughs> um, let's just connect the dots of like the words arbitrarily, and you know, not worry about what anything means. So yeah, that's one of oh, so that's one of the other things I am. And I sat on the tube that later that day, and in the Evening Standard, someone opened it up, and there were you, and I was like, "Hey, I know her." <laughs> I really do struggle to introduce myself I find it quite odd uh, sometimes because uh, I am many things <laughs> I, I'm, and aren't we aren't all, we all? Isn't that... I don't like when people go oh yeah and uh, since that whole Trump thing lots of people now amusingly go oh Ivanka council worker from Brighton seeing that written down I just I was like that's that how, how can <laughs> that is not a description of who Ivanka is. Well, that, I mean, on that, on that, on the on the de- day of that, the sort of the first journalist I actually spoke to uh, was somebody from the BBC, and he went, "But you're, but you're not a council worker from Brighton. You're a digital consultant type." And I was like, "Well, yeah, I am. I mean, it doesn't take a great deal of digging to discover that um, my C and he my CV is a bit more varied than simply." Brighton Council but um who's digging but yes (laughs) but the uh but then uh but then describing what I do is quite tricky I find uh it's more easy to talk about the projects I'm working on or what I'm trying to achieve than it is to describe what I do because I don't write code 
Um, I don't, mm. um, I do sometimes design, you know, I do design interfaces, I do sketch interactions, I do write descriptions, I do do user research, I do come up with personas, I, I you know, the stuff I do, but I, don't, I still don't know if that's who I am. Um, well, Croatia land, the Balkans in general, Croatia, Bosnia and Herzegovina, it's often what you studied. So I, right. I finished law, I finished medicine, I finished whatever um so it's not necessarily what you do is what your degree is in <laughs> um but you do lots of you know you're like i was i was thinking about doing this podcast with you and then describing you to people it's like what is michael <laughs> like well this is this is this is always the this is always the thing so uh, you know i so i can do do one of two things people can ask me what do you do i can say I'm a software developer and I make apps. Um, but to me, that's like my day job and it's a necessary thing. It's something I, I like doing, but it's but other other times I answer I'm a musician. And that always gets a I don't know if this is coming from me, but there's this instant tension, this countdown to when I admit how I make money. <laughs> And I, I have a choice of whether to just leave it hanging and let them ask and just try and think of a way to kind of broach it and go, but so, uh, oh, do I'm like, no, I've, I've not really got, you know, I haven't really got any hits. I haven't really, I'm not super successful <laughs> as an artist. <laughs> but like, you know, I, 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 all of my income from my day job goes into it and all of my all of the meaning in my existence tends to come from my artistic activities whereas um you know my day job is it, i i try and find a, you know it's just a way to make money even though i can talk your ear off about all sorts of things to do with app making apps and software and user interactions design patterns all this stuff but yeah like when i don't want to i don't want to say either of those things I want to but, but then when you get into the realms of real sort of pretentiousness if you try and do anything beyond that and like oh I'm a polymath yeah yeah I, was, I did wonder a, if the if the term polymath might apply to you of all the people I know how do you feel about that Michael well I, I I'm happy for people to call me that or renaissance man has been used <laughs> in fact even by a mutual friend um uh but it's that's very different to you kind of have to let people come to that conclusion themselves because uh, by just describing the various things you do. But then it's like, well, do you want the long answer or the short answer? And you kind of want the pithy answer, yeah. don't you? You want that sort of short thing, that one word. I am an airline pilot. Yes, yes, yes. But even if I say user researcher to people, so what? what is that? What do you do? Yeah, so I tend to the, say, yeah. oh, it's like in a cab. So what do you do, love? Uh, I help people make technology easier to use. So what? You like show them how to use it? No. <laughs> I, I try and make it so you don't have to show anyone how to use it. Also, I'm sort of I'm sort of all the things I do and all the things I am all the time. I am a user researcher mm. when I'm sitting in a pub watching people talk to each other, and I'm a mm. and I'm a you know. Uh, 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 a mum when I'm deciding when I'm at in an in an office looking to people looking at people interacting with, with each other and thinking how on earth is this a priority um I am a 
uh, interaction designer when I'm using things as much as I am in a professional setting. You know, I don't think you could, I personally, that's one thing I learned from a mutual acquaintance of ours, <coughs> me, I, I can't switch off the different parts of my functionality. Uh, functionality. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, come out already. Telling. Episode my- one, uh, both of us are cyborgs. <laughs> can't switch off the different parts of my personality just based on context oh right you know like well yours i mean it's it's that's different for me because obviously i'm not uh i mean it's like software development is a very particular thing where you know it's 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 hard to really adapt anything i see in the real world to what you know the problems that i'm solving when i'm i'm writing software whereas yeah you you can sort of look and watch behavior and be an anthropologist and you know you're sort of looking at humans and what they're doing so that's yeah definitely got to be harder to switch off with this podcast let's hopefully um establish you as someone a little bit more interesting than someone that accidentally got tweeted at tweeted yeah. at once by a yeah once by a dubious man <laughs> should we um <laughs> dubious a dubious man head. i mean what state. can how what insult can you even come up with that hasn't already been no. beautifully said by uh, Stephen Colbert or one of that yeah. lot <laughs> yeah. repeatedly yeah. Um, should we um, I mean I think we're going to pro- probably be talking about the state of the world a fair bit yes. on here I think that's highly likely um, so should we establish our perspectives it's, it's weird that you need to establish that you think certain things are bad and certain things you know could be fixed but like i think we're it's fair to say that we're both pretty we were both pretty mortified by the brexit vote yes that is safe to say i was i was uh, well the day before that happened i kind of grudgingly i sort of angrily marched to the vote the polling station just sort of muttering why am i doing this guy's job for him like why are you wasting my time you're making me late for work and it just felt like this utterly ludicrous formality so i got there did my thing went in and so when that result was coming in the next morning i just i was like at what is happening and i think yeah that was the same for a lot of people wasn't it, it? was my my first reaction <laughs> one of my first reactions was well i mean it was i've always had a lot of i've always held on to a an underlying faith in humanity to like i think we see a lot of news where you know we highlight the weak points and it's more interesting to talk about the problems or and the the bad things we're hearing about happening in the world tend to be sort of further and further away and sort of more and more sort of like smaller it's not like all of your friends are getting shipped off to war which it would have been a hundred years ago it's it's a very different it, you know and I, I'm a big fan of Steven Pinker and the Human Progress Project and just showing with data that for all of the Daily Mail headlines and even like the the um, sort of pseudo balance you get well, I don't want to start for all of the the style of reporting that you get in in 
in all media. It's, so many words are polluted now, aren't they? I don't want to say mainstream media because that's now something that, that you know, the alt-right talk about all the time. Has been. And I'm like, I've got a lot of problems with the mainstream media, but now I feel like I'm going to... I don't agree with you, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem is that they're giving your voice too much time, not the, you know, the... the um, yeah, my reaction... My reaction, <laughs> yes, to, to the referendum. My reaction was, yeah, having, having sort of an underlying faith in humanity that it, for the first time it was really rocked by that because I just thought, oh, God, we are... I thought, like, everyone, you know, we are programmed by our DNA to be cooperative as a species... Yes. Right. Like it's just a better like game theory shows this. There's lots of good books on this. Like long term, if it's a one-off, if you if you're only ever going to see someone once, it's mathematically better to rip them off or like do something bad. If you're going to see them again, it's just mathematically better to Co-op. be a good person, I... be cooperative. Um, I like that. So I, you know, that was kind of the root of my underlying faith in humanity, um, but what this highlighted was that the um i think the signal to noise ratio has gone it's it's too crazy now like the short term things the short term fluctuations in information and how people process that and how, what people believe about the world are now being kind of shifted so much more quickly by how much we can see all this stuff all the time all the technology is kind of pumping all this information and misinformation into our brains the whole time it just showed that we can't we uh, you, you, i I had to stop ignoring the short-term fluctuations because actually that's now becoming more important than the long-term trends. <laughs> was that ranty? No, that no, that's good. I'm just thinking how to respond. So, <clears throat> yes. But the other thing that was a problem was that I'd written this album that still wasn't still wasn't out, and that was kind of predicated on a faith in humanity. And I was like, I've got a. Th- I'm going to have to throw it out and do something <laughs> different because all of the beliefs that went into this music are now... No, I'm, I'm questioning oh them. Gosh. I don't know if I can release it, so I've got to make some other stuff to just address this thing before I can release this album where I'm, I have, you know, I'm happy about the situation. So I have not thought of how I think about the world in those terms, but I like the idea that we are... Um, uh, sort of pre-programmed to cooperate. <laughs> I, that that mm. fits. That suits my my underlying belief in humanity. And uh, but I'd never thought about it in those words or with that background. Um, so yes, with all the words like um what is it sovereignty and my my understanding of things like fair trade versus free trade and neoliberalism and capitalism and all these things fundamentally for me the reason for constructs like the eu is to increase cooperation between human beings who have actually some quite big challenges to address at the moment. So yeah. uh, in terms of not not you know not not least of which is climate change and I don't really understand how that fundamental aspect of human survival can be addressed if we don't cooperate with each other. That's it. And so for me um I 
I probably wasn't as I I think some of the conversations I was having with people were making me were slightly preparing me for the result of the referendum but I was absolutely oh and I made myself go to bed early because I was like (laughs) if it's going to be bad I would. I want to have bad news, but on a good night's sleep. <laughs> I don't be tired and depressed. That would be too much for me. So, but I woke up in the morning to find that my family WhatsApp group, like my mum and brother, had stayed up all night and they were messaging each other. So it was, I was like, oh god. And then, um, and then I thought, oh well, if this is a price we have to pay to avoid Trump getting elected, I'll take it. I'll take it. If America learns from us. I will take it. And then... <laughs> they, got, they were buoyed by <laughs> they us. Were, so they, I don't know what they happened. They were motivated to, to strive even harder. Something happened. And I was like... So I woke up the morning when I... Again, I did my let's go to bed on time thing. <laughs> Wake up in the morning. Well, again, it was... I mean, for me, it was like, you know, a few months go by and you sort of start to... You know, life goes on. And you kind of like, it, it sort of starts fading out. But then, yeah, that yeah. Trump morning. Trump morning. I, I swear my legs actually, I was standing up when I read my phone to look at the news and my legs actually went weak. I was like, I was just, I've, they've, I'm, I was pretty lost for words. So, so uh, what? I mean, what's wrong with him? <laughs> What's wrong with him? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what's wrong with See, him? See, this is a very tricky he's, uh, question. He's a businessman. He's going to make deals. Yeah, but... Everything is very simple. <laughs> Hats. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with him? Yeah. I mean, I you know, put, all, put, all, this, all this posh talk of the barracks. All this posh... T- bring back. Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with him? Tell me. <laughs> What is wrong with him? That is a very good question because... Why that's difficult to answer, I feel, is because with somebody like him, with the ego that he has, insulting him won't get you anywhere. But we've had we've had despots before. We've had, you know, people like that. And that's that's kind of a property of people that get into power, isn't it? Is that they, they have to be psychopaths. Yes, I'm yes. sure like Obama's got plenty of psychopathic tendencies, you know. I mean, I think he's great. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but like, I, I think he was like an absolutely amazing person to have up there. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, you don't get into that position without being a psychopath. So I don't know if that's a distinguishing feature of Trump, is it? No, no. I think any man in that sort of, well, any person, uh, we'll keep gender yeah. out of it for the moment, but any person in that position has to have a strong element of self-interest to drive them forward to actually bother to get elected to that high office yeah i mean can you imagine running for office i i vote for you thank you you know (laughs) you're very good but you just i mean it takes i mean it's it just takes it takes like how much just how how 
self-important do you have to be to run for office? Oh, yeah, I think uh, lots of people like me. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think lots of people will vote for me. Why wouldn't they? I'm amazing. Yeah, I did a, I did a stint working at Labour Party HQ, which was an interesting uh, mm. uh, opener into the personalities of politicians and people who work in politics. And I think... And maybe, you know, let's be... So, fundamentally, you know that I am an optimist... I am the kind of by and I describe myself often as a pragmatic optimist. And I I mm. will confess that I had a phone call with somebody after Brexit. I was like, I've got nothing. I've just I've got nothing. I I can't I can't do anything. I can't think of anything. I can't do do the oh well the project failed to ship, but we have learnt that or whatever the usual Mm. Stuff is that because just, we went, yeah, we we went through some sort of frustrating experiences together, and you lasted a lot longer than I did because when I'm sort of faced with a powerful person who doesn't understand, then I kind of will I will give up a lot sooner than you seem to, but you you kind of really you know try you'll 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 really try up to until there's hives until there's all sorts of physical side effects going on you will not let go i i don't know if i even understand what that drive is because at a certain point i'm like i cannot i'm not this person is just like i can write someone off maybe more easily than you can maybe that's what happens like i'm i'm just at a certain point i'm just going to go you're just not worth dealing with and I'm going to do something else. Yeah. But I think you're, maybe that's your faith in people. Maybe. I just don't, I believe that every, I, I, I was discussing this with somebody recently because I am, I am quite good at driving myself to phys, physical illness, trying to get something to happen <laughs> that I think is worth fighting for. Um, but, uh, but I think I have, and this is another topic, another whole topic. It's like, and I, I sort of, I use the sentence, I said, I think I, try and make things happen by sheer force of will <laughs> well, <laughs> which is like <laughs> which is that's <laughs> and I, I i'm the same like i i my like my professional career is built on and when i talk about i mean my professional career and my you know dream career that i'm still you know are built on absolute like force of will and just like absolute belligerence and like this is not gonna like when working with computers you have to just be this thing is not going to beat me like a machine i can do like i can beat i can beat that thing into shape right (laughs) like even if it like because yeah i know its limitations i know what it can do i'm going to make it do it and i'm not going to fail but yeah when it comes to people i just it's very difficult i i don't know how to i don't know how to use force of will on people I don't, and I don't think I don't think I that's I don't think I see it as using force of will on people. I think I'm using it on a situation, like, you know, if I just present this thing, this information in a different way, people will understand what is required to be done. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so I think the uh, the whole. Um, what were you? But your original question was, "What's wrong with President Trump?" Well, I, I was going to bring it back, like once we'd finished uh, exploring this little uh, mine shaft. So 
so bringing it back to the question, we were. I think we were diverging into psychopaths, <laughs> and I think you might have been about to talk about some of your experiences working at the Labour Party and the psychopaths there. <laughs> There's a Guardian headline, psychopath, <laughs> at Ivanka. <laughs> Alleged psychopath? I don't, know. I don't know how this works. <laughs> that wasn't really my, that uh, wasn't actually what I was going to say. What I was going to say is being around people in politics is quite interesting because and that's the true of work so i have done some public sector projects both in central government and local government and i have done a project at the labor party and being around people projects activities where there is a political element is very not dissimilar to being around a project where is there is a strong um, I was going to say that it's a it's sorry. I was going to say that it's very similar to being in a in a situation where money's driving, but it's not because you can't measure political influence in quite the same way as you can measure money. So, if you do, you think it's a pure status thing that political influence, or is it is there something more to it? There's power, obviously, but I don't know what that is like. I don't, I think, I think, uh, again, you see, I do have what possibly is a naive faith in humanity. So let's imagine that if you are representing a certain party or a certain set of values, that your initial driver will be something positive, a desire to change the world, make the world a better place. If you think of both UK and American politicians, people like Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, of course, these people are not perfect, but they're underlying the fundamental driver behind them is more uh, inclusive. How about that for a word? It's like they want to make the world better. They do it sometimes in ways that are potentially very questionable. And I'm using very polite Englishy words to describe bombing the shit out of people. But, you know, still. And I was I was ready to. When Obama was bombing people, I was ready to say, you know, that there are dickheads, right? There are just assholes in the world. And it's like, how do you, yeah, like force violence at some point? Is it, I don't know, is it avoidable, is it avoidable at a certain point? And if, if Barack can't figure it out, then I sure as hell can't figure it out. Like, I think this is a whole nother topic. I think, you know, I think um, maybe violence violence is episode two. So going back to this whole power and politics and psych- psychopathy, which I used as a word, and someone went, "That's not a word." I'm, like, I'm sure it is. It is, uh, a, it word. is a word. It is a word. But um, it's like, okay, you need to be very. Uh, there is to be a strong element of self-regard, self-importance, a strong belief in oneself and one's ability to drive change. Maybe you mm. know, like, you know, I can take on a big thing and I can 
you know, by elect, being elected, I can drive this forward. Um, and regardless of whether your politics are more inclusive or more focused <clears throat> on the individual or on you as the, as the individual, you still need to have an element of that to even be in the game. You've got to believe that yeah. you can make a difference. People will vote for you. And when you are elected, you'll be able to make a difference for sure. I there's so so there's the change you want, right? Um, and then that has to be change that other people want as well. Yes. Or there's the things you can do to affect change that you can get people to agree that they want. Yes. <sighs> yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to get at that sort of selling and that sort of um, market research component of politics where, you know, focus groups, they call, they call it in politics like that. Like the Labour Party, you know, Tony Blair did a lot of just kind of ran it by focus groups, didn't he? And just kind of found out what people thought they wanted and then tried to yeah. fit something to that, uh, uh, um, which is different to someone who has principles that they're, that they're driving. And this isn't an original thought at all. But yeah, like someone, someone principled who can inspire people so enough to get voted into a position where they can start attempting to make changes along those principles is um is it sort of like a it's an it's an older way of doing things isn't it it's like a marxism or like you know like these i i don't know enough about i should know more political history but like that kind of principle driven thing feels like a sort of an old-fashioned way of doing things now when you're trying to kind of balance a lot more voices because you can you're exposed to a lot more voices but then like like what trump's done is just kind of gone back to that well it's not even principled is it it's just empty <laughs> well i just think it's a um i think that oh i don't i don't know what i think the, I we think, edit all mine last no bit, i don't know <laughs> i don't know because you make it you know what what you're saying is valid but i don't know how we how where 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 we go for this is very ranty without a bit maybe it doesn't matter that there's no beginning middle and end but um it's like a well, it's a podcast it's about, you, you can, can do it ramble. ramble rambly ramble but they but the 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 um going this because what you what you were talking about with um tony blair's thing the thing you you said that went into my head and made me think okay. was when you said finding out what people think they want and i think that's the thing that makes politics or involvement in politics so difficult for so many of us is because um people Need there are some things people need that they may not think they want or they may not mm. respond to in messaging, like food and shelter, <laughs> and it's like yeah. and healthcare. <laughs> and it's like because I, I, for some reason there's no recognition that there are there's a possibility where that might be lacking or that um, in the politicians or in the the people. I think in the people. I don't think the don't... news is telling them often enough that the. That the you know, but I, I don't know. I I've got stuck now because then you were or you also mentioned that the the Human Progress Project and people like Gapminder who look at global statistics. Yeah. So glo statistically, 
globally, life is better for humans than it has been in our history. You know, we we life is improving, yeah. mortality rates, infant mortality rates, uh, people living below the poverty line, people living without running water. All these numbers by by all these measures of of human progress are showing progress. We're not there yet, and there's lots of people still living in uh, people still suffering, but we are making progress. So park that to once and people like Gapminder do those do those presentations and those TED talks and all those lovely things that you can engage with really easily yeah. about how misled we can be by Western media going, oh everyone in Africa starving and blah blah blah. But life to maintain life as it is, even if it's not as bad as um, you know, even if food banks aren't as big a deal as possibly I think they are or the decline of the NHS is not as big a deal as I perhaps think it is or I have been led to believe even if it isn't to maintain it they still need attention and yeah and it's like you can't just sort of stop talking about the NHS because you know yeah I could go and see my GP when I want you know it all feels a bit like people uh, if you are if you are a politician or working the public service and you're trying to deliver those things that just help life continue, mm. it's very hard to make a case for those because it's boring, <laughs> it's isn't boring. it? It's boring. It's boring. It's boring. <laughs> so that's Donald Trump is anything but boring. That is very very. He is a fresh news story every day to the point like after a few couple of months if a day went by where something he didn't manage to say something that made me blew my mind with the stupidity of it i was sort of disappointed i wanted my daily fix it was it became becomes addictive doesn't it you are absolutely right that's the title of this week's podcast (laughs) (laughs) what what? the the problem with donald trump is that he is not boring (laughs) he's like (laughs) i just want somebody this is but that's fundamentally what upsets me about Brexit, about Trump getting elected, about the rise of the far right, is that with my life, aged 43 years that I am today, I had, having spent significant portion of my childhood living in Yugoslavia, having left because politics, and then had the disruption that's a very interesting word, of the very sudden and unpredictable death of my father. I was happily resigned to a boring, stable life. <laughs> I was like, this is what I wish upon myself, I mean, I, <laughs> my child. I mean, I don't want a boring life, but <laughs> the trouble is that the stuff that, that, that politically, like the stuff that needs to be done is too hard to understand and it's too boring and... It it is just like who cares? It's there's like so that's when someone that comes in that's just interesting. Like yeah, um, he says it how it is. It's exciting, <laughs> isn't it? And it's the same with like, and it's and that's why Farage was on the telly because he wasn't boring. Like he was like a villain to have on there, and it made it like people at least kind of watch stuff. But the trouble is, yeah then people hear what these awful people say and start to change their own views of the world accordingly. And, yeah, like... I favour Farage 
as a pronunciation. Who, oh, do you? Okay, <laughs> I feel, Farage. I feel right. like no, I'll take Farage. Farage. I feel, feel Farage well, is far too French for somebody. Well, Farage, I mean, but wouldn't he hate that, though? What? Like, <laughs> it sounds foreign. Well, you'd think so. This is the irony yeah. of people like this. It's like, <laughs> fucking hell, you name... You want us to call you Farage... <laughs> and yet, for some reason, Anglo-Saxon, you, you are—you are, you object strongly to any sort of migration of humans. Fuck off, <laughs> fucking assholes. We can all agree on that. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, it's just a uh, shambles, really. So, in conclusion, um, we're both very concerned with the state of the world. Slightly. Dis- well, in conclusion, what's wrong with Donald Trump? <laughs> in conclusion, what's wrong with? Do- it's that he's interesting. It's that he's interesting, but he's empty. Yes. <laughs> That'll do. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even need to step near words like evil or selfish, because I. No, I but I. But that. I don't think he's evil. I think he's selfish, and I think he's. Uh, ignorant and I think he's greedy I tweeted this the yep, other day because yep. someone tweeted at me going I don't know why Ativanka sees in him obviously meaning his daughter and I went well, I see the face of selfish <laughs> greed and ignorance what do you see but it is he's just like you imagine let's let's be re- make politics into something the, the relationship between state and citizens. Let's, let's take it down the patronising route of family dynamics. And let's imagine that we're parents and children, which is an inappropriate and patronising model, I, but I'm going to go I, with it I, for a second. I was excited to use some more adjectives about <laughs> oh, wait, Trump. Then, oh, I'm sorry, like, I'm uh, sorry. But, like, please, please continue. <laughs> please start your... Begin your family analogy and I shall... <laughs> OK. But imagine as a parent... Yeah. You've finished work, you're really tired <laughs> and you just want to sit down and maybe watch some really crappy telly or maybe, you know, read something or phone your one of your friends or... But you... Re- and then you go... So you say to your two-and-a-half-year-old, I'm sorry, I haven't bought any food and I'm not going to make you any food and I'm not really interested... You know, this is totally sort of inappropriate parental behaviour or irresponsible guardianship any leader who neglects the boring shit it's like yeah i'll do the art uh, the at home disco bit but i'm not gonna go food shopping because fucking hell that is so dull pushing a trolley earning money oh can't be asked for that no 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 let's just beg on the streets and have home discos i mean it's just it's just like how you can't be in these pursuits maybe that's the thing another thing to add to the what's wrong it's just a complete lack of risk he's, he's irresponsible well he's he's well i was going to say the, the word i was like i was trying to get out with like he's petulant he's a he's a he's like a child he's sort of in this state of arrested development i think he's protected from reality he's in a bubble of kind of his family's wealth i guess that like even if he makes the worst mistakes it still doesn't seem to have any effect on him um but now you've got you know you've got um you've got the child running the house like his parents you know it's like home alone (laughs) right he's 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 flipping macaulay culkin (laughs) 
<laughs> but like without the without the creativity. Yeah, without the creativity, <laughs> just this sort of like bland, drawling kind of like non-statements that run into each other. But you can sort of tell, sort of see what you could sort of the gaps he leaves are, are big enough that you can interpret it however you want to interpret it if you want to agree. Like, <laughs> oh god, oh Jesus. Anyway, yes. So that was a that was that was a good ranty chat. <laughs> Kind of tune in next week for. <laughs> well, I think um, I think we've got some topics emerging. <laughs> I think it'd be good to talk about what what were we saying? Um, uh, violence. I, I, I think so. Violence, I think, is something. I think um, because also when you start talking about food banks and and, and like the the sort of boring roles of politics. I have. I, it's very clear that there isn't a resource problem. No. And that there isn't a lack of wealth for the human race. No. It's this massive inequality that is like why I. I don't like the catchphrases. I don't like the, the. There's lots to talk about, but I think that kind of wealth gap and that very constantly visible wealth gap to everyone it's it's everywhere like it's very clear wherever you look that there's people that are way 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 better off than you ever will be and people um, who are way 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 worse off than you ever will yeah be. and yeah, it's like, yeah it's a, it goes both yeah, ways but yeah. yeah i think yeah um but that's something i think that's what i believe the domain of 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 uh, the system like i don't even want to talk i don't even think politics you know my my philosophy is that well my my belief is that we're coming to a time where politics needs to get out of the way and and let engineers create a <laughs> I system make this comment earlier about engineers that it's the difference between politicking a solution and engineering a solution mm. it, there's a there's a there's a need for more engineering in the world yeah and the people that get into power are not engineers no. <laughs> they're, well they're kind of in a sort of slimy way, perhaps they are. They sort of engineer their way into being near someone who's got some influence, and then. See, that, but that's not the same as creating a system that is robust and works yeah. for everyone. But yeah, that's something we can we can definitely yeah. kind of explore. I mean, Macaulay Culkin definitely had some engineering skills in Home Alone. Absolutely, absolutely. So I mean, it's I'm really sorry to you know the creators of Home Alone and to Macaulay Culkin and everyone involved for the comparison um, with the feculent f- fuckwit <laughs> that is currently <laughs> in charge, breezing around, uh, pretending to be in control. I think what we've learned perhaps is that I don't know what I've learned. I was going to say that we could come up with some topic, like yeah, yeah. We need we we're, we're fleshing out our topics. Yeah, and I think they're going to be fairly uh, grand. Yes, <laughs> maybe this is Michael and Ivanka's grand podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good. It. <laughs> uh, and, and it's like uh, and maybe we have like um, maybe we can have a few a handful of grand headings and then we can just number this is violence too this is yeah, yeah. 
what's wrong with Donald Trump part two like and just do it like that um, so that we don't have to kind of think of a different topic every single week because I think we'll we've got we'll be charting different routes through these things if we come back to them or maybe we should just try and cover everything about one topic in one week but I think we're going to revisit Michael and Ivanka's grand podcast I I like it (laughs) fuck it let's just go straight to the top Yeah, yeah. yeah Thank you.